This is Josh Jackson, Keith Heron, and Carrie Shuck, and you're listening to the, the Big Boy, Boy Pants Podcast. Oh, the athleticism. Hey, big boy. Yeah, I'm a big boy. That's a big boy, sir. I'm a big boy. People who put on their big boy pants. Hey, big boy. Hey, how you doing? You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. And this is not for the faint of heart. Welcome back to the Big Boy Pants Podcast. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're doing it. I'm excited. <laughs> Another late <laughs> night recording. This is great. This is great. Um, glad to be back with uh, with you guys. And um, you know, let's let's go ahead and and let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Let's yeah. dive in. You want to go ahead and do it? I, I guess so. I, I feel like we need to go ahead and and because it's going to be hard to really get through this show if we don't address it. Yeah, so I mean, I've I've felt bad for days. Yeah, I I still feel bad until we, we can get some things off our chest here. Yeah. So. Uh, cool. Would you like to go first? I can I can do it. So we forgot Josh's birthday. Yep. So Josh had a birthday a few days ago, which Carrie and I um, neglected to remember. <laughs> yes. Um, pr- pretty pretty much just your worst your your run of the mill worst <laughs> well, case scenario when it comes to friendship. Yes. Um, we 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 definitely. We dropped the, several balls. Yeah, we dropped, we dropped. And here's the thing is, and we walk in tonight to do this recording. Yeah. And Carrie's like, look what Keith got me. And I'm like, what? Oh, oh, he got got you a present, huh? And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Um, got him well, a this, nice. This was from like a year ago. Oh, okay. And so, that, okay. There, there's, there's more to that, too. We'll get into that. Kidding. Yeah, we'll get into what yeah, so, so long story short, I had a birthday and no one really noticed. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> uh, the big 38 this 38. year. 38. Oh, it's a good 38. one. It's a good yeah. one. I know I'm getting old because this is what I got for my birthday from my family. I got nine pair of underwear. Oh, you know, a nine pack? No, not a nine pack. <laughs> it's like nine three individuals th- from Duluth. Oh, oh sweet. Now, yeah. there you go. You know, so I'm not complaining. No, not, that, there's, you got some on now? I don't have them oh. on now. They're in the washer. I'm wearing mine. <laughs> are you? Dude, but, I'm all but in. But you were Duluth. excited about them, right? I, I am that, excited. That is when you're old. When Listen, it's like, Whoa. these are, I mean, they were on sale, but these are $30 pair of underwear. Mm, oh, yeah. And I'm telling you, I, the last underwear I bought. We I bought, get it. You're rich. Brag. <laughs> 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 this is all I got. So, <laughs> Dude, if that's all I got, then I'd be happy with that. I because too. I buy my underwear at uh, Sam's. Oh, sure. Reebok. <laughs> you get like. You tw- get you like two dozen. <laughs> get two dozen for eight bucks. And I've had those for eight years. Okay. Uh-huh. So then. <laughs> so, you know, good I can't for, get underwear to last eight months. No. So good for you. Good for your family for noticing you were needing need, new underwear. I was in need. You yeah. know, when you start pulling them up and then your finger you know, just goes through the fabric because it's so flimsy. I would, I would actually say it's not just a need when it comes to Duluth, though. I mean, that's oh, that's, that's a, a want. That's a luxury. That's right a luxury there, item. Not that's just nice. a need. It's a Duluth. Do <laughs> never mind. I, hey, I, I know. I, got, I went. I went for it. Did it. <laughs> it didn't. Just to oh. point out, Duluth is not sponsoring this podcast in any way. But, but hey, you could. You could. You could. We'd talk about them all night if we need to. Well, so because John, uh, because Carrie and I forgot your birthday, we have both uh, prepared formal apology letters that we would <laughs> like to go ahead and read to you uh, right now. Let's do it. So, um, I guess I, I'm going to go first. I'm going to cry. Um, 
This is not my proudest moment, <laughs> but I'm going to get through this. Uh, so here we go. Oh, right. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this. Dear Josh, I forgot your birthday. No, I know. I did not text you. I did not send you a Facebook message. That's the sad part. I did not call you. However, my people are telling me that if I had called you, the call would have been perfect. (laughs) They're telling me it would have been a perfect call. (laughs) I am embarrassed of my behavior and the shame that I have brought on myself by my ignorance is something that will weigh heavily on me for some time. I not only broke the code of friendship, but I broke the bro code. I hope in time you can forgive me and I can only promise to try harder in the future and to add your birthday to my iPhone calendar (laughs) moving forward. I'd like to be clear that I expect no quid pro quo. (laughs) I only wish to remain lifelong friends. Please accept my apology and know that I have nothing but love and respect in my heart for you. Thank you. Deep. You know, and I'm I'm gonna accept that apology. Okay, that was a good one. Okay, that was a good one. All right, that's it. I I, I poured oh. over those pages. You'll no- you'll notice that mine is an actual letter, <laughs> yeah. uh, and it says apology letter at the top. <laughs> Am I the same song? Yeah. Okay. Take take two. Okay. Let me just start no, 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 no. Keep okay. it going. Josh, it has come to my attention that on December 6, 2019, I missed Josh Jackson's birthday. Although I didn't mean to miss such an important event, I am 100% to blame for not being more prepared when the opportunity presented itself to share this joyous occasion with you. Muhammad Ali once said, if you haven't learned the meaning of friendship, you really haven't learned anything. My actions last week have proven I might not have learned anything at all. I ask for your forgiveness, and I can only say that from this day forward, I will pride myself in being more attentive to the needs of my friends as they have done so for me. I will learn from this, I will get better, and I will be better. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> apology accepted. Okay. And here, here's the thing. Is when when Keith Ke sent this text out, like, hey, man, missed your birthday. <laughs> I send them both a screenshot in my calendar of when their birthdays are. Yeah. Like, when is my birthday? So I send, yeah. it, I send him a screenshot of his birthday in my calendar. Uh-huh. And then Carrie's like, when's mine? <laughs> and I was like, well, I got one for you too, bud. I'm pretty sure you sent a gift that said, too late. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <That's right>. yeah. <laughs> too late. Yeah. Well, and, and that's not all, That's not all, Josh. We'd like you to go ahead and reach under your chair, actually to the side of your chair, other yeah. side. Well, yeah, you can't reach There's to There's something over there for you. We got a little, oh, Carrie and I got together. What do we got here? We want you to go ahead and. Oh, that's heavy. And, Is that uh, a, get in, is get that in, a bowling ball? Go ahead and get in there. This is how much we love you, man. We, pre- we appreciate you. Oh, man. Do I need to read the card? You can read the card, yeah. All right. It says, four out of five cats don't care that it's your birthday. Okay, it's actually five out of five. But we care, and that's all that matters. These two cats do care. Sincerely, Carrie and Keith. That's great. (laughs) 
there's a cat licking itself <laughs> inappropriately <laughs> in the card. It's what yeah. cats do. Oh, man. Then I got cupcakes, which I'll share with you guys, yeah. you know, because you're my, still my friends. And a 12-pack of Dr. Pepper. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, not. no. Boys, it's a it's a 12-pack of Dr. Dazzle. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. You won't be sick. I'm not going to be sick for <laughs> for, for a long time. <laughs> Forever. Like this is this is my get out of cancer free card. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I almost I almost feel like like the whole thing's not quite squashed until I watch you eat one of those cupcakes though. Oh, so man, cupcakes are hard to eat when you got a mustache. Yeah, you don't have to do it. You oh, don't I, have to. Do I, it. I, I'm going to dive in one, one later. Get one later. We're going to take a break here okay. in a little while. And we'll, they, we'll eat one. I've learned after growing a beard, there's a lot of foods you can't. You, you can't. can't eat. No, it's. <laughs> You know, if you're going to get an egg on your burger, it better be cooked over hard oh, sure. because yeah. you get you got egg yolk. And on ice your face. ice cream cones are it's impossible. A, and I just I just took a cruise. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys know about on a cruise, you get all the ice cream you want. I did not know this. Heard a rumor. They have a soft serve <laughs> that you pretty much get whenever. Do they you have want. a table beside it that you can lay on as you as you <laughs> just pump put your, the, put your <laughs> mouth under it? Yeah. No, you're standing in line with about. I don't know, 10 other kids. <laughs> and uh, you just hope one doesn't reach up, touch the ice cream, and taste yeah. it before they get what they want. Yeah. So Are we are we looking at just uh, just vanilla, or are we looking at a little twist, a little I, chocolate vanilla? I'm, I'm big on vanilla ice cream. Yeah. I'm not much for chocolate. They always had chocolate and vanilla, mm-hmm. but then they would throw in like a, like a blueberry or oh. some other flavor in the middle. Strawberry was probably my favorite mm-hmm. on yeah. top of the vanilla, but... Yeah, they they switch it up daily. Yeah, <clears throat> I remember on um on Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving you Facetimed me. Yep, and I got to oh, see you cool. stretching out on the. We tried. You tr- we tried. I to, tried. Yeah, he tried many to, times. Really? And then that's when I sent you a text said, "Hey, did you get my Facebook invite or my Facetime invite?" And you said, "No." Well, I was in Broken Bow, so I mean, it's they have three G. <laughs> this is I've noticed it before. It, yeah, it comes up on your phone three G at best. It's like three G ish. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what it says. Yeah, but it just it it throws it throws me that just four hours away, like they're I mean we're almost on five G. Yeah, and they're they're almost like two G's. <laughs> two hey, G's below. Step your G's up, Broken Bow. Step Key West, Florida. I got five G. Really? Yeah. Oh, I bet that was great. It was great. Well, so it was, you know, it was raining on Thanksgiving and how cold it was here. And then he FaceTimes me and he's laid out on the top deck of this cruise ship with just the sun shining on him. And it was just me. It was just him. There wasn't anybody around. I had taken a chair to the front of the boat. I was getting that cool breeze and nobody around me. This mu- it, oh, this, it was great. He was at the front of the boat. And this music started playing. That was it. He was up on the... I was just standing there by myself, <laughs> hugging <Yeah>. myself. <laughs> Thinking, I wonder what these boys are going to get me for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a couple of weeks away. <laughs> just a couple of weeks away. I've already got them stuff from the gift shop. I know oh, they're out. man. Oh, now, did, did you did you already give him his? I did. Okay, yeah. so the pen thing is Awesome. I think it's a great deal. Yeah, that's we're, a great idea. We've got a new deal because every time Keith and Carrie or I go somewhere, we always bring each other something back, and it's really hard for me to pick out for these two. These these two aren't like me. I'm, <laughs> I, I'll wear a button-up shirt, jeans, and boots. That's my style. Yeah. Um, Keith is really hard to 
to. I mean, he's just got his own style. I mean, if you got if you got some beef jerky at that gift shop, I'll take beef that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carrie's the same way. These guys are stylish. I'm not. So <laughs> whatever. Okay. <laughs> so I, we've we've got a new deal going, and I hope it sticks. No, that's good because it makes it easy. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about the the pin trading you can do at Disney World, Disneyland, or I found out on a cruise ship, a mm-hmm. Disney cruise ship. So that that's going to be our new deal. We bu- we buy pins, pick them out, and I thought you know we're, I was going with that challenge coin thing that we did yep. a few episodes ago. Yeah, and these were the most challenge coin looky pins I could find. Yeah. Yep. Well, the the last time when we went to um, Disneyland. They, you still have to carry, like, they don't have the magic bands there, so you still have to carry around a card uh, for your as your ticket to get in and everything. So yeah. we had to buy lanyards. They call it Key to the World? I don't know what they, oh, it should be called Key to the World. Speaking of sponsor, hint, hint. Uh, it, so That's what they call it on the boat. Oh, yeah? Oh, Key to the World. You want to get off the cruise ship, you got to have your Key to the World. You want to get back on it, you got to have your Key to the World. I see, I see. Well, so anyway, we had to buy these lanyards, and so... I have a lanyard, and you know what people wear on those lanyards are these pins. All the pins. So I feel like I've got a pin now, so I can start on this uh, this pin game. Now, we're big into the pin trading. We um, On our door on the cruise ship, I made a pin trading board. So the girls took the pins that they weren't really into, put them on the board. Yeah. And those pins were traded out three, four times a day. Like people would walk by and go, oh, there's some pins, and trade pins with us. Oh, so you just—it's kind of like on the honor system. You yeah, kind of just leave it out 100% there. That's one hundred percent on the honor system. And oh they, wow! And if you go into any store, like, how did you know to do that? The first time we went to Disney World, we found that out. Yeah. And so we got lanyards, and we bought a few pins, and then you can get on Amazon or eBay, and you can buy like a lot of a hundred pins. Yeah. Pretty cheap Disney pins. And so any of the cast members that have their lanyards on and have pins on them. They trade with you no matter what. Like going you up, see any, on Amazon right now. Yeah. You see any pin you you like on the yeah. lanyard of any cast member that's anybody working anywhere in Disneyland, Disney World, or on the cruise ship. They have to trade you. They have to trade you. Like even if you have a really crummy even if one. If you have a crappy one. You're like, hey, I want that one. They're yeah. like, okay. And then you just trade Ooh. them whatever you have on yours. You know what I would you, do? I would I'd hide all my good pins. That's what we do. We don't <laughs> because they don't trade with they don't come up to you and nobody comes up to you and like, hey, I want that pin. Oh, I see. No, it's just and they actually have boards in the stores at Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the gift shop on the cruise ship, they had a book. You could flip through that book, and and if you saw a pin you liked, you just traded. Wow. You take one off yours, you put it in the book, you take one off the book, and you put it on you. And so that's what we did on our door, and a few other people did it too. And people would just walk by, and I'm telling you, we had new pins every time we came into our cabin. Yeah. Look at that. It's pretty oh. amazing. Yeah. they're The pin trading's a big deal in Disney. In the Disney atmosphere. I'd rather do that. I would rather do the pin trading than the, um, you know, they have those little coin press things. Yeah. Where you do the pennies. Like, yeah, we've been like doing that a bunch. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, we've been doing that thing with the coins. I almost think the kids would like the pins better. There's a bunch um, of Star Wars ones. Oh, as many times as you, you have to do the, as many times as you guys go, you have to do the pin trading. All right, I'll do it. And then what I do, I usually buy the girls a special pin on every trip we go on. They don't trade on, they stay on there. So, like... Aubrey's got an Anna or an Elsa, and Anna Lee got the Anna one. They yeah. match. You know, that's that special pin from Dad. Yeah. Aubrey got one with uh, Mickey with glasses on this year. Uh, I don't remember what Anna Lee got, but I let them pick it out this year. But those are their special ones that okay. they keep. 
And then I have my own pins. Nice. Like if I see a pin I like, I trade it out. So, so since you've been to Disney World and now you've done the cruise, yep. what what are your impressions? What did you think was better, um, and what what did uh, you like about it? As a person that doesn't like to sit still, mm-hmm. Disney World is by far what I need to be doing because it's constantly from the time I wake up to the time we go to bed. You're going. We're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Disney Cruise is all Holly. I mean, yeah. she laid back in a chair, read her book. The girls, we didn't worry about them swimming because there's a lifeguard right on top of them the whole time. Like, we were in the room getting ready, and the, holly, or the girls were like, hey, we're ready to go swimming. I'm like, go. You don't leave her. You don't leave her. Stay together. Yeah. Go swimming. They'd go up and go swimming. It was two floors up. Mm-hmm. They'd swim, and then we'd go up. Holly and her sister laid out, read their books, and I'd wander the ship, or I'd... Like when I get some ice cream, you, get some ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> man, Annalie and they were both bragging. Annalie and Aubrey, like, dude, I've had five ice creams today. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they have pizza and stuff. They too, have right? pizza. You walk up to this little pizza bar where they're making fresh pizzas, uh-huh. and get whatever pizza you want. Piece of pizza. Yeah. I mean, you can get as many as you want, and then you could go to the other counter, and they're giving you um, chicken strips and French fries, or you can get a hamburger, a hot dog. And French fries, all inclusive, all inclusive, right there by the pool. Like Can you, you don't have break. to go inside Give to get that. Can you get a slice break. of pizza any time of day? Any time of day. Can you really? Yeah, for the most. I mean, like they'll close down it when the pool closes. Oh, okay. What time's but, pool close? I don't know. I mean, technically, you're in a pool. Yeah. The whole and time. that was another. I Dry was like, land "Hey, land is not a myth." I was like, "You don't leave her, and you don't leave her, and don't leave the boat." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, so I mean, that was our only rule. But. So my thing about taking a cruise, which I've never done, I always feel like I'm going to feel scared, like when you cannot, you can just see ocean around you, not like, even a little bit. You like, don't it feel doesn't, it doesn't even bother. I, and I'm like that. I'm claustrophobic. Yeah, but I didn't feel that even a little bit. Really? Yeah. I guess you're on a big enough ship that it feels like you're still yeah, on land like three football fields long yeah and i mean did, it, was it huge. was it uh did you were you rocking back you, and forth you, at all you could feel it when you get out of the gulf and get towards like the bahamas and stuff you didn't feel it at all the closer we got to galveston you could feel it it was yeah. just rougher oh, okay and so i mean that that you can feel, but most of the time you didn't feel it so going out you can feel it a little bit a little bit and then coming back you feel yeah. it it's like the first day you feel it, and then the last day you feel it. What's the uh, pirate situation like down there in the Gulf? Man, we didn't see any pirates. We saw a bunch of ships um, either pass by us or, you know, we'd pass by them. Yeah. and But we didn't see any. We had pirate night. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> it, was, it was fun. To, uh, that would freak me out. <laughs> they have a pirate night where everybody on the ship comes to the top deck, and they have this just big show. Pir- all, the, all the characters come out, everything. And so we send the girls down front. We're up on the 10th deck, and everything's going on on the 9th deck, but you can see down to it. And we're like, hey, you guys go down front. We're going to be right here. So they go down front. We get a text from Aubrey. Hey, we're about to dance on stage. We're like, huh? (laughs) And so she was like, yeah, look at the stage to the left. We look over there, and I had made them shirts before we went, Pirate Night shirts, and it was just bright pink shirts. Yeah. And it had pirate and everything on it. So we can see our girls from a mile away. They get on stage and start dancing and doing the motions with, like, the crew. Yeah. And we're like, what? <laughs> and so they come up there. I was like, what happened? I don't know. We were walking by, and a girl goes, hey, do you guys want to be on stage? And I, Annalie goes, no. And Aubrey <laughs> goes, sure. 
<laughs> and so they they've got they on stage. Did it. Nice. So because so, of sure, Annalise still had to go. Yeah, Annalise had to go. She couldn't yeah. leave her sister. I mean, we got rules. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, both of them get on stage. They're doing the motions. They taught them the motions and everything in like a minute. And they got up there and did it. So, oh my gosh, it was awesome. Well, so yeah, if you like to relax on a vacation, that is the most relaxed I have ever been on a vacation, where I didn't feel like I needed to be doing something at all times. Okay. So I think that I could I could use that. Yeah. I think I could use one of those. And that I mean I needed it. Yeah. Because I I never stop. Like when we're somewhere, I have to we have to be doing something. Yep. Yeah. We're you, getting our money's worth. You're always afraid you're missing something. Always. Yeah. Like I'm a complete FOMO. That fear of missing out and. But, I mean, when your kids are in the pool, your wife's laying out, I mean, there's nothing. Did you take a book to read? Do I look like I took a book to read? <laughs> you do a lot of audio books. <laughs> I do audio books, but yeah. I didn't do any books or anything. I'd, I'd go to the gift shop. Um, they were in the pool, wife's laying out. I went and watched baby races. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. They, you, had a, they, they had have a, like a, do the dads gamble? Yeah, I was fixing to say that. They called it the diaper dash, and they have this big carpet that they put out in the foyer of the ship. Yeah. And the whole ship gathers round, and they put two babies in la- in lanes, and they just say go, and these babies start crawling. I guarantee you, some Taco. some some money's some getting money. exchanged <laughs> yes. for that. Like there's yes. some, and you gotta you gotta get on that ship before your baby can walk, because if they get up and walk, they're disqualified. Mm. And so these babies are babies, and yeah. they I mean they would do two, they were doing heats, and then they had semifinals, and then they had the finals of the final two, and. The captain's standing over there giving odds to, <laughs> yeah. to the dads. Like. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. And everybody missed it but me because oh. I was wandering around the ship and just happened to come up on it. Nice. And then you get that dad whose kid loses, and it's obviously before one years old or whatever. Right. And he's like, what do I tell you? Just what right. do I tell you? Just ruins you his whole cruise. The kids is over there. They're doing push-ups. <laughs> you embarrassed me on the Disney cruise. Did you get to uh, swim with a dolphin? We didn't swim with the dolphins. We saw a bunch of dolphins. Yeah. We went to this place called... Uh, the Blue Lagoon. Oh, okay. And, uh, it was in Nassau, and um, they had dolphins there. It, w- it would have been $1,000 for the five of us to swim with dolphins. Uh-huh. I'm out. Not worth nope. it. No. No. You're swimming with sharks for free. Right. <laughs> and, so, and so we went and saw the dolphins everybody got to swim with. Yeah. I mean, that was good enough for me, you know, and that was free. Yeah, I think you had put some on Facebook, or I don't know where, I remember where I saw it, but I know Chad King, former guest of the show, yeah. Uh, had put on there that he's been on that cruise before yeah. and that he that they went snorkeling. Yeah, we did that. And um, I would just love to see Chad King snorkeling. Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> I've got some pictures of us snorkeling. Like, we're, it was at Castaway Key, which is Disney's private island. You're The only people on that island are the people that came off your ship. There's nobody else there. And I think they said that, like, like 12 people stay on that island full time. And all the other people that work the shops and all that, they get off your boat oh, and they okay. work it and then they get mm-hmm. back on your boat. And so we were swim. They were swimming. You know, wife's laying out, and uh, I thought, man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get me some snorkeling stuff. So I get up. I was like, well, if I walk back with snorkeling stuff, the girls are gonna want some. So I get them some snorkeling stuff. For the first five minutes, Annalie like panics, like is on my back, like doesn't know how this thing works. I'm right, like, yeah. bud, you. I mean, like I was, I was getting mad. <laughs> Because she would scream, and the lifeguard's looking over at us. Like, he's out in the middle of the ocean yeah. <laughs> looking at us like, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. So, finally, she figures it out. If I just float and kick my feet, I go. Yeah. And so, we I bet we snorkeled for an hour. All of our backs were burnt. 
<laughs> because we didn't take that in consideration. <laughs> but yeah, if you go out there, they have like a sunken ship, which we didn't make it to. They made it halfway and wanted to turn around. And then we made it halfway again. They want to turn around. Yeah. But they have like a Mickey under the water waving at you. Oh, Manny, wow. a sunken ship. So now that we know, we didn't know that was there until we got back on the boat and someone was like, hey, did you go to the sunken ship? I was like, no. No one informed me that was out <laughs> oh, there. Oh, man. It's the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so we get out there and, um, or we, yeah, we never made it out there. But it was fun. Snorkeling, definitely. If you go on any cruise, I would say. I've never done that either. I, w- I did buy a wetsuit that time. Remember I sent you guys that picture of me in the wetsuit? <laughs> I own a wetsuit. <laughs> I do not own a wetsuit. Yeah. But, but yeah, um, but I would suggest take your own snorkeling stuff. Like get on Amazon. Because it, it was $35 for me to rent it, $35 for Anna Lee, oh, or for Aubrey. Oh, so it's not a discount no. for kids. And then $18 for Anna Lee, because Aubrey was <laughs> over at the age of eight. She oh had to pay gosh. the adult price. Mm. Yeah, or 10 and over. It was 10 and over, and Dude. she's 10. So, you know. It's like $88. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was a good deal. All right. Well, um, what else are we going to talk about? We got, we've got a guest coming up, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and bring our guest in. Luke Perky in the house. Oh Welcome yeah, to yeah, the yeah, show. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're here now, man. You made it. Man, <laughs> you know, this, he's a long time fan. Yeah, we we've been trying to get Luke on the show for a minute. You know, you called me one time. Yeah, yeah. You, you called we, me once. You remember, it was like the random dial. Yeah, random dial. It was, oh, it that's was right. right. It was when you first realized how you could hook your phone up. And make calls. And you were one of our And I was like, who can we call? I'm looking through the phone. Oh, let's call Luke. Well, we're, you guys were making cookies. <laughs> we were making cookies. Yeah. That's exactly right. Was it around Christmas time that time? It was a uh, It was a typical night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, a t- just, <laughs> just what we do. Just a Tuesday. At the Perkies, we make cookies. It's what we do about 10 o'clock. We're the perfect family. <laughs> I, I feel like it was the Mother's Day episode. That's right. That's right. It was, was Mother's yeah. Day. Because you asked me about my mom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because we called our moms. We, we called the, him because my mom didn't answer. That's right. That's exactly what happened. Who's, a, who's the obvious next person to call? It's Luke. We've got to fill time. Oh, mom's not available. Yeah, I wonder if Luke's up. But you graciously took that call, and we appreciate it. Now yeah. you're here in the studio, and we are we're doing work. We're doing you like work. what this, we've done with the place? It's a beautiful I mean, setup. It is it really set up is. really nicely. This is conversation we, encouraging. Yeah, we yeah. just fixed the drywall over there. So that's yeah, Josh punched the hole through that. <laughs> I, I fixed that drywall like three or four times. In that True same story. spot? Ch- same spot. If you do see a mouse running through here, <laughs> yeah, tell that, about that, that mouse should have learned his lesson because <laughs> last time we recorded, we <laughs> we kicked that mouse we, all over this place. We were talking about you, it. You legit had a mouse? <laughs> yeah. legit yes. had a mouse. Okay, we're, so we're recording, and I see that mouse run from that right through that doorway right behind Carrie. And I'm like, oh, man, that was a mouse. But I didn't say anything. I didn't want to distract us from what we were doing. Um. And so when we get done, we're packing up, and that mouse runs across again, and cares like there's a mouse. So we go on this rampage <laughs> to find this thing. Yep. That thing ended up from over here to under couches way over there. Yeah, completely across the other side of the room. And then the couches were getting pushed out everywhere. That thing comes running out. What'd you do, Keith? I kicked, I kicked him. <laughs> kicked him right, right back on the playing field. Yeah. But there's always, in like in a group when there's a mouse, everybody's got like... 
everybody's a big a big shot and they're gonna they're Not gonna me. get it. But no. when it comes out, there's always <laughs> no. one that falls back. That's me. Oh, okay, here the guy. It was three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I was sitting there, I was like, it's a baby mouse. But then when it came around the couch, yeah. I moved and he yeah. was just like, hey, <laughs> just kidding. <came, like>, <laughs> oh, you could ask like when we first got married at we were in an old old house and we had a mouse in there. And that thing come running across the living room. I got on the couch. I'm, I'm like 20, 21 years old. I'm on this couch going, this, I guess this isn't my deal. Like, I, I'm supposed to be your protector. This ain't going to work. Yep. We're going to have to move. I think, I think <laughs> well, getting worse still. My fear of, of a mouse, though, comes more from, like, the disease aspect of it. Like, I, I know this mouse has to have some kind of a disease. Something for it to be yeah. finding refuge in a church. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, something. That's how the Blake, the... Black Plague started was <laughs> yeah. like, with a mouse. Was a mouse. Yeah. So that's long story short. That. We got a bucket on top of it, slid a piece of paper over there, turned it over, dumped it outside. And um, we're hundred percent sure he's back in here by now, though. <laughs> Somewhere. Somewhere. And he's he was just, small. It wasn't just one. There's yeah. More he's gonna gr- he's gonna grow up though, and he's gonna remember. He's gonna come looking for us. <laughs> he's one gonna day. look for that size twelve right <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> it, was, it was a church mouse. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Luke, what's up with you, man? How you been? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah you're, you're looking good. You work out today? I did I did work out today. Tell us about your workout routine. Try and motivate us a little bit. Uh, let's see. I got to go take a bathroom break. <laughs> I'm already bored. <laughs> Tell us about it. Uh, nobody wants to hear people talk about their workout. Oh, I do. I want to hear. <laughs> t- I'm trying to get my life together, man. I want to I want to know. At this point, I just feel like there are so many things. Like, we're all super busy. With husbands, dads, busy with jobs. Like, there's so many things that are not controllable. Mm-hmm. You kind of just have to do, and workout for me is like something that I can control. It's like my time, so sure. It's, it's like it's, it's become definitely a re, like a regimen. And I, I mean, I hear what I'm agreeing with you. Like I hear what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> like, and I agree the words that are it making sense. Works. <laughs> and people always say like I don't know. It's uh, it's you know, it's therapeutic, or if I don't do it, I don't feel right. I didn't start. I don't. You don't start like that. But now it's like at the point where if I don't if I don't get to the gym, like it's it's therapeutic for me. It's like my time. So it's probably more about that than anything else. But I do. Um, I usually go. I don't know, I go five or six times a week, but I'd, I've been doing Orange Theory since probably the spring. What's that? So, uh, it, I like that, man. What's that, Josh? It's like, you might as well be talking about Star Wars. <laughs> Robbie did Orange Theory. Orange so. Theory, yeah, I like it. I, I only do it a couple days a week, and then I'll usually go to like, go. the other thing is I travel for a living, so you can find an Orange Theory studio at like every, if like I'm doing an advertisement here. We should get something for this. Yeah, we should. It, it, we already talked about Duluth like underwear. A, is it like an orange leaf? Because I do that two, three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> Is it pretty close? Right. <laughs> like an orange Julius and an orange leaf combined. Yeah, yeah, you weigh ice cream at one and you weigh yourself at the other. There's a lot of similarities. <laughs> I can do that. So, so you know, anyway, Orange Theory is like a, it's a, the whole idea is you get your heart rate up in a certain area and you try to keep it there. It's kind of like a high intensity interval training hit workout. Okay. So you, you wear a heart monitor and you've got your screens. There's, uh, there's a guy that like, you know, it, there's loud music and he's telling you what to do. It's a full class, and so you're competing against other people, and you're trying to keep that heart rate at a certain level. You earn splat points, and if you earn a certain number of points, they say that you've kept your heart rate in a certain spot, and you're burning calories for like 36 hours after your workout. So it's pretty high in, high uh, cardio. Now listen, oh, okay. my resting heart rate right now is 94. <laughs> oh, I'm going to check my watch. <laughs> so, is that good? Is that where you want to keep it? It's in the during it's, a workout? It's in the upper part of the good range. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm at 88. Oh, that's I pretty good. You, I got that's you beat. Got me beat. I'm at 94. <laughs> oh. This isn't golf. Oh, okay. I thought the higher the better, man. Is it? <laughs> oh, dang it. I got told one time I had elevated cholesterol, and my my cousin was the it was, nurse. It wasn't high. It was <clears throat> elevated. It was elevated. <laughs> and I said, uh, um, so what do I do? You know, 
And she was like, well, start eating better. I go, mm, how high do I have to get it before I can get <laughs> some medication? <laughs> like, like, let's take a different route here. How the close eating, am I? <laughs> the eating better is probably not in my future. I'm going to go ahead and get some pills for this if I can, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how bad do I need to get it for you, Trina? Did I, I've told you guys this before, but um, when Ben, we asked Ben what he wanted to be. This is years ago. He was real little. And because uh, I, I take several oh, yeah. pills and we, they asked him what he wants to be. And he's like, I want to be a daddy when I grow up because I want to have a beard and I want to take pills. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you've instilled. Hey, but Keith has a success story going right now. I do have a success story. I was going to say you've lost tons yeah, of weight. Man. I have. I have actually gone from having type 2 diabetes to being pre-diabetic. I don't know if I told you guys that <laughs> hey, last yeah, time. Hey, good job. You've taking medication for it uh, in a while. Right, well, I, I, I'm still on my medicine, but they said once... Like, if I keep going, they're going to take me off of it. That's awesome. But my levels have come down so much that I no longer actually have diabetes. I have pre-diabetes, which is kind of like a... I mean, they, they should... It's a win. They, they technically should call it post-diabetes, in my opinion, yeah. you know? I mean, but... I don't know if you heard this story, but me and Keith did the same diet. I lost 30 pounds on it, and you lost... Uh, 54. 54 pounds on it. Yeah. Wow. And he was like, how how long... And I was, it was one of those days where it was probably hot. I was in a bad mood. Yeah, he hadn't... He, he was hungry. <laughs> yeah, I was hungry. And Keith sends a text. He's like, hey, man, how long do I have to be on this? And so I just sent back... Uh, you can get off of it when you don't have diabetes anymore. <laughs> like basically, that was yeah. the gist of the tag. Like, That's what it is. That's like, what he dude, said. What are you, what are yeah. you talking about getting off of it? You're doing Put me great. in my place. What What did you guys do? Was um, it just like normal diet and exercise? It's the, type no, or a certain gosh, program. No. It's the AG diet. It's a what Pastor did. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, that's what the is it? What is it Optavia. Op, op, Optavia is what I called Octavia. it. Octavia. Yeah. Optavia. But it's just like, it's like a meal. It's like a supplement. San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Say Agree to disagree. Uh, but it's, it's just like a meal replacement thing with shakes and bars, you know. So it's like the, it's like a, what was the thing that uh, Tommy Lasorda used to? Oh, yeah. The uh, Slim Fast. Slim Fast. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but it's for a new. I'd rather do Slim Fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, I was drinking like two two Slim Fast shakes with every meal. It didn't work for me. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on the meal. Yeah. Oh, okay. I switched, I switched it over to Brahm shakes. <laughs> <laughs> two Slim Fasts with fourth meal every day, and it didn't, just didn't work for me. I'm going to sue this company. <laughs> Well, oh, I have good news. The last time I went to the doctor, I had high cholesterol, and I am pre-diabetes. Hey, so man, look at us getting <laughs> yep. old. Oh, speaking of getting old, you hear they uh, forgot my birthday. Both of them. It was Friday. You didn't call either, but that's okay. Our kids play sports together. <laughs> yeah, we go to church together, stuff like that. But you know, they don't have an excuse, man. <laughs> they, you no, know, technically, really we we do. We, we want, do you want to read the apology letter? No, again? no. Yeah, you're gonna have to listen. We've already recorded their apology letters. I mean, your podcast like homepage says three best friends <laughs> shooting the breeze. <laughs> right? I, mean, I don't claim to be a best friend. Right. <laughs> he makes a good point. Here's he the deal: does. I didn't write that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> he pointed at me. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh. We're having fun, you guys. <laughs> yeah. We're having fun. Oh, man. Well, so, Luke, tell us a little bit about yourself. What, what, uh, you all, have you always uh, lived in Mustang? So, no. So, um, I, was born, uh, I was born just outside Chicago. Uh, my, my parents were pastors at that time. But since I was probably, I don't know, four, I've, I've been in Oklahoma City. Okay. Went, to, went to school in Yukon for a couple of years and then Mustang since I was probably second grade. Okay. So, I've been in this area all the memories I have are from Oklahoma. I see. I see. And your dad is a minister. Dad, dad's a minister. Yeah, was a pastor for long for a long time, and then uh, 
you know, went into the missionary field, evangelistic field, and has been traveling for the majority of my life. Your dad's a super cool guy. He goes he goes to Europe a lot, right? He does. He used to go a lot more. Um, he goes uh, probably about every six weeks now, or every quarter. Yeah. But he used to go even more than that. But my mom, she's now the she's the director of women's ministries, and so her, now that she's not just supporting him full time, she's got her own uh, job and is really doing great and super busy. That that's played a part in it. So they yeah. kind of both are. Doing, yeah. doing, doing stuff now. And you're field. a family man yourself. Family man, got a wife. Been married. Let's see, twelve years coming up in May, so eleven and a half years, and um, two kids, Beckham and Haven, and they their birthdays are both the week of Christmas. Oh, so good man! Expensive time of year. Yeah. Uh, yes. So they'll be six and eight. Okay. Very cool. Very so, cool. Yeah, man. I can't tell you, I'm very quiet during service, and I mean, I know that's not what you should do. So when Pastor says something. Oh, we all go to we all go to church yes, together, yeah, by the way. Go, so anybody the listening who doesn't know. And so when pastor says something, it's good to say, you know, the come on, yeah. you know, amen, you know, something like that. And I'm very quiet. I always listen. And I've texted you several times after your dad has preached. He's the only one that has actually like he you can said something. Elicit a response from you, and I go good. And I looked at, I looked at Robbie. <laughs> and I was say like, that. Did I, I was say like, that out loud? I was like, I don't, I don't do that thing. But yeah, he he said some things that are truth. And and I, I think Pastor McNabb and Rob and everybody that does it is great. Yeah. I'm just usually very quiet. But something has hit me. Connects before. with you. Yeah, yeah. And because I was like good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> Like everybody in the section where we always sit, like Carrie never talks. Yeah. There's not a lot of talking that goes on at our church anyway. So yeah, that, yeah. yeah we're quiet people. We're a quiet people, quiet group, especially in small group. Yeah, my, I love you know my dad's my dad's awesome. My favorite speaker for sure. I don't get to hear him really anymore because you know, he travels all the time. So yeah. when he's here in February, that's a treat. But yeah, he's um, he gets after it. Yeah, I mean, because I've been coming to church um, here with you guys for twelve, thirteen years, and. Um, I had never heard your dad's testimony until he preached. I want to say it was just just a year or two ago, and man, it was so good. He hadn't done it in, the, in a few years, and Pastor yeah. asked him to do it again. Yeah. Oh, it was so. so you'd never it heard was, it. I had never heard it, and it was so good. It really, it really spoke to me. We ought to have him on the podcast and right. yeah. give that some time. He's got yeah. a he's got a really good radio voice. He, so. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, you know, he yeah. was uh, he he was a mom, so whenever before he had can got cancer and was you know playing Division one football. Had the you know amazing testimony cancer experience and then went to Bible college where he met my mom, and they were traveling on this revival. It was called Revival Time Choir. It was like a, at the time it was they had a radio show and they traveled all around. And you had to try out for it. He comes in as this big huge football player that you know had a total total life change in terms of what he was going to do with his career. But grew up playing in the church and all that stuff. And his parents led worship. So shows up and was the the, the bass guitar player and the and sang sang bass. Oh, okay. And then he would give his testimony in the night, and then the, the choir would do a big number, and they'd do worship, and my mom was the lead soloist. He'd play in the band, and then he'd give his testimony, and that's how they built the whole Revival Time ministry across wow. the country, was him giving his testimony, healing night. You said it was a radio show that ra- they did? Ra- radio, and uh, and then a traveling, basically, choir, oh, okay. which, you know, you don't see that kind of stuff anymore, yeah, but at yeah. that time. Yeah. Uh, so they met, yeah, on, on a tour bus for, like, a whole summer. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So... What's it like growing up as a preacher's kid? I mean, it's different in a lot of ways, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't have, like, like I'd never been to the lake in my life until I met Andrea, like, in high school. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, being in Oklahoma, like, everybody goes to the lake. Yeah. No, yeah. Never, never been to the lake. Were you not allowed? No, we just were always on the road. Oh, I see. Yeah, I mean, I okay. grew up in a hotel on a, on a on a 
plane? Because I'll, I'll tell you right now, a lot of stuff goes down at the lake. Oh, man. I mean, I'm not trying to say from personal <laughs> experience or anything. <laughs> yeah. you know, oh. But you're up at you follow and you go to the cut, you, hey, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why you, know why you think my dad bought a lake house out you there? Know what I'm he knows about that. He knows about that cut. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it, Josh. Oh, here it goes. Uh, uh. Tell us about that cut. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, what did you say to my dad when you were giving him a witness? <laughs> say that. Good, good. <laughs> Come on, bring it. Tell us about the uh-huh. cut. <laughs> oh man, I don't know anything about that cut. <laughs> Should have had Robbie on. I've heard so many Broken Bow Lake stories. Oh man. We don't, you don't go to Poto Lake or Worcester Lake. It's uh, it's infested. <laughs> so, not a lot to do in you don't, Yeah, you don't swim in that lake. Oh, yeah. man. So so it wasn't that you were necessarily a sheltered child. No. But you were more just busy. You guys had a lot going on. Yeah, we were just always, we were traveling. So my, my child, I guess my childhood was a little different just because I wasn't like the normal, doing the normal stuff on the weekends. Like my parents worked on the weekends. Yeah. Uh, and so some, I mean, I, sports was a huge part of my upbringing. That was basically all I did. But in terms of some of the other stuff, uh, but yeah, being a pre- preacher's kid was great, man. Yeah. Tra- traveled around and it, and I'm in sales and a lot of that kind of stuff, you know, as a kid getting dropped off in the children's church of a new church every single week, didn't know anybody. That's pretty, um, that can raise some anxiety for a lot of kids. Yeah. For me, I could make a friend and, you know, it pushed me out of my comfort zone and probably developed a lot of skills that have made me successful, like in my career now. Oh, yeah. That you don't even think about, but you look back and you're like, hey, that's kind of molded, what molded who I was. And yeah. It is what it is. I like it. I like it. You know, speaking of, uh, you mentioned sports being a big part of your of your upbringing, and, and it definitely showed on the church softball team. Oh, man. Uh, all those years ago oh, when we played. Bring it. So, I mean, <laughs> Luke, was a, it, Luke was a star of the show out there. You when know. you could get him to show up. Yeah. Um, He'd be there sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I don't Touché. know how many texts I've sent Luke over the years. It's probably easier to remember the ones that I've responded to. Respond, yeah. <laughs> now, you responded to most of them, but they're always no. And I would yeah. always find that perfect gif of you did every the time. very disappointed in you. <laughs> the guy um, out in the rain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd make him feel as bad as I could. But he showed up, and when he or when he showed up, he showed up. Yeah, he showed up. He brought it. Oh. Church. Yeah. Church League softball, <laughs> man. I miss it. It's when it gets real. It is. It is. Now we all have kids that are playing sports and... We don't have time for it. You know, it's almost better that we don't ever play it again so then we can look back at the times that we did and be like, man, remember <laughs> how great that times we had? And if we tried to do it again now, it would not be nearly as good, and then we couldn't look back at it the same way. We, our best season, we won five games. Yeah. I mean, what, <laughs> what, are we, what are we shooting for <laughs> if we know. don't play it again? i, I, I got to be honest with you, man. Part of the reason why I, I'm, a, I'm not a great loser <laughs> yeah, like, and I gotta be honest, man. That, it's yeah. about fellowship, and we're having fun with our boys. But it was almost too much to handle. Listen, there's a tough, there's some games that were tough, and I was like, I'm pretty pretty I'm glad, tied up tonight. I'm glad yeah. you're the only one that was like that out there. Yeah, because yeah, Carrie Shuck I, loved every minute of it. I was only out there for fellowship. Uh, I could care less what the final score said. I you're, never you're, got yelled at. You're by that my way teammates. in basketball too. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I remember that. Carrie yeah. never got in his truck without saying bye to anybody. Yeah. Ever, and I was I was the last guy to leave like hey guys thanks for coming out this was great hey i love getting beat 21 to 7 i mean i didn't have anything else better to do tonight guys have a great evening that's a testament to my coaching right there because those are the teams i led and you know um luke's daughter played she doesn't play anymore she's she's moving on to dance and what else does she do piano piano but I mean, my coach is kind of the same with six-year-old T-ball. It's like, we're going to have some fun. We're going to try our best. 
As long as we're having fun, we're not going to win them all. Does we're going to win some of them. Does that sp- does your competitiveness <clears throat> spill over into your kids? Yeah, yeah. Was that, was that hard but to I, watch? But I'm not that dad. You know, like I I can be objective about my kid. Like right. my son is 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 very athletic and he's very coordinated, um, and all that kind of stuff. And it, so, but I also know he's not the best on the field, and I'm not like the dad that's trying to live through the kid or yeah. expect too much out of him either. <clears throat> he's seven, eight years old. But yeah, I mean, I, I coach all my kids' sports. Um, what's the farthest except for, except for softball? What's the farthest you've thrown a lawn chair uh, during a game? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I've coached his daughter for was it three seasons? Yeah, and never heard a peep out of. I even tried to get Luke to coach, and he was just like, yeah. "You guys got it, you know." He's but, standing over there. I, I, actually, it's one of the most enjoyable things that I've done is be, be able just to like just be a dad and, and watch. Yeah. And so Andrea and I, we've got a rule. So I'm always on the field or the or the in the on the floor, you know, basketball or whatever, coaching. But whenever we watch a game together, if if it's one of those scenarios, my wife and I don't sit together. Yeah, because she didn't want she didn't she didn't want to hear me mumble right. and say the things <laughs> and you know, and so we just sit on different areas and I don't speak and I'm super intense and she just kind of does her own thing and takes her pictures and now talks see, to her mom. You know, if that was me, it I'd works be, out. I'd be upset with my wife because I would I would want someone to hear the things I had to say. <laughs> like, who else am I going to tell? I'm sure <laughs> at the softball games she had to go because he's like. This coach is an idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, here's the deal. Like, we had our first practice. Well, Anna Lee played on another team before I started coaching, and I did that. I am I mean, like, I'd sit next to my wife, and I was just – I hated every minute of it. It it wasn't a just – it just wasn't that great. And, um, like, there, there was just two different styles of what he was doing and what I would do. And so I thought, man, I'm going to – And this, this was with who? It was uh, one of the Another teams. Team? That, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was one of the teams we played last season. Oh, gotcha. And beat them. Final um, score. <laughs> uh, well, I will say they're in there. They that was their third year of coach pitch, third season, and that was our first season, and we beat them. Nice. So that's just the progress that they had made to that point. That's how coaching is. But um, but I remember the first practice we had in this building was in that room right there, and like, I don't know that any of the dads were saying anything. But I knew they were standing in the back, and I thought, man, I hope they're not already judging what I'm doing because mm-hmm. I'm new to this too. And so that's when I called everybody. I, I, I text your brother-in-law. I text yeah. all the guys. I said, hey, guys, I want you guys to help me as much as you can. Um, you know, I'm this, I'm new to this. So, 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 man, so, I never looked at it with a judging eye ever. And, and it's weird too. Go, go ahead. What were you going to no, say? I was just going to say, I mean, it's like it's like a shark can smell that blood in the water. Man, it's I, like you you really I was going to nip it in the bud real quick really, like, "Hey, I don't I don't want you to think I think I know everything. I need your help. I know <laughs> yeah. you played baseball before. Come help." You know, and so that that was a big deal for me. It was like he that other coach didn't want me to help. I tried to help. Mm. And he didn't want any part of that. And I mean, it it made me mad cuz there were things that I could have helped him implement i've i've coached t-ball before um about 10 years ago and i thought man there's a few things he could do to make this team a lot better and uh he he didn't want any part of it he had his two dads that helped and that was it well there's nothing worse than having a coach like if you if you've ever coached before yeah you want to be respectful of the of the position that you're in right because the last thing you need is like an entire team full of dads who want to insert their opinion right so like anybody who's ever done it is like, listen, man, this is your show. If you ask, I mean, sure, I'll yeah. help, but you want to let them make like decisions, you know. Right. Otherwise, it's too, and, too, and, many, too many chiefs. And that that was mm-hmm. my whole day. You know, if if a dad has a problem with what I'm doing, hey, man, start your own team. Not gonna hurt my feelings. Yeah. And that's the way I took it. it was like, all right, I'm not gonna sit here and complain for you know the next nine seasons. 
I'll just do my own thing. And meanwhile, so that's when we started the crush. Meanwhile, we had a blast. Meanwhile, all those dads are sitting in the bleachers was you know, mumbling to and their then, wives about the hey. joker doesn't know what <laughs> hey, he's doing. I've invited every single dad onto that field to help us. So yeah, yeah. And, okay. and that's and it's as much I've got just as much invested in that team as they do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm I did I did it's different with, with my I don't know what it is, maybe a little girl. You guys you you've got a daughter. You obviously have daughters. Yeah. I mean I kinda do. <laughs> uh, you got a character yeah well it's definitely. like with with beckham's like i'm super intense yeah I'm, I'm i'm pretty hard on him i expect a lot more out of him because i know what he's capable of um in haven like i never had any expectations and not that she wasn't didn't have any gifting i just yeah it's just like my little baby girl now, and hey, if she did something it was unruly i I'd have to like get myself to think, yeah, she can't do that. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, this is totally and different I, with the girl. I, it's I've crazy. said since day one that we had Haven on our team. Everybody needs a Haven on their team. This girl smiled no matter what. Yeah, that girl had fun no matter what. She could have sat on the bench the whole game and still would have just been happy to be part of the team. And, that, and I love that about her. And I'm gonna miss that about her. I don't want to cry in front of you, but, <laughs> but no, I mean Haven. Haven is great. And what's funny is Haven is still five years old. She hasn't even turned six yet. We're playing an 8U softball league. That's true. Coach pitch. Yeah. Haven, at the beginning of the season, was by far our best batter. A, co- it was, a coach pitch. I mean, for, yeah. Wow. like It was just like, I think she could just find the, she didn't have a big swing. She didn't have a big, she couldn't hit it out of her shadow, but she made contact with, but, which at that age. <laughs> but she could find the ball. Just yeah. getting it in play. Anybody. Something yeah. happens. Something good happens when you get it in play. <laughs> you so, get on base. I mean, it That's was exciting. Let them make the errors. It which, happens all every time. It's which, like money ball. Yeah. yeah. You get those people that you get, get the, one the hit. Just gets do, on I care if, do I care if it's a walk or a hit? So you've no, seen money ball? I've seen money ball. But it's a big joke of what I haven't seen, and they're a little embarrassed by what I have seen. Yeah, you know, your Corky Romanos, your stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're talking about the prestige and you know, I mean, it's like also that, the, the amount of times you've seen Corky Romano. <laughs> yeah, it's, part of, it's part of it, like if you've seen it once, like oh, you hey, saw when Corky I'm Romano, in, I'm all in, I want to know every word. I want you know, so. Oh man, so so tell us more um, about yourself here, Luke, because uh, the the in, the listeners want to know, uh, and and just to be fair, you know, most of our listeners are people that we already know. True, <laughs> so, <laughs> all four of them. You'll see them all four on Sunday. Yeah, they'll all tell you great show. Yeah, so. they'll tell you they'll they'll really boost your ego. <laughs> um, so I, I want to know more about your job. Okay, because um, I've never just come out and asked you, Luke, what's your job? And I feel like I don't really know. He's like Chandler what... Bing off of Friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody <laughs> knows he has a job. What does he actually do? We just don't yeah. know. He's a transponster. He's a, he's a yeah. transponster. <laughs> yeah. What, what's, what's up? What up with that? So, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm in medical sales. Been in medical sales for about 10, for 10 years. And I am the, uh, Assistant to the regional manager. Okay. <laughs> Did I'm, it. Oh, man. I'm the regional. I, I manage Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Missouri for a company that sells spinal cord stimulators, which are for chronic pain. It's an implantable device that goes in the spine. Can you get one of those if you don't have any pain in your spine? You can, but you wouldn't. Okay. Is it like an? It's not like an upgrade scenario. Like I can't like just I can't proactively, just like proactively. Like, yeah, like I'm in anticipation for what might come. Right. Yeah. Right. No. This is typically people that have had, you know, back surgery before and they're left with chronic oh. pain in their back, radicular pain in the legs. You can use it for peripheral neuropathy from diabetes. You, they, people put, you know, they put them off-label for anybody that listens that cares about that stuff. <laughs> off-label use uh, up in the neck for cervical pain and arm pain, hands. So you can put them, 
a lot of applications is for neuro, neuropathic pain. Your oh, one wow. stop shop. But it's not your uh, it's not your you know the the therapy you start with first. So, so I would I would say I would say you're really uh, you know. Uh, thank you for your service in regards to fighting our opioid crisis hey man, in this country. Yeah, that, that's you know? actually uh, that's actually been a, a great stimulus to our business because yeah. they're looking for non non opioid options. Yeah, yeah. and sounds uh, like, this sounds is like. this is one of the most effective with clinical data that supports it. So it it is a really good alternative. Yeah. So I have a tear in my L five. Yeah, and I've had it since I was my late twenties, but the doctor because I've had such bad back pain that it shoots down my legs i just it's awful and so go to the doctor they do my um uh, scan and everything and the doctor's outside my room and i can hear him and i guess he's talking into like a recording device but he's like 29 years old blah 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 uh tear l5 uh definitely needs back surgery mm. and then walks in and i'm just sitting there like wide-eyed who'd you see Oh, I, it was over uh, at Mercy. Okay. It was one of their, like, neurologists or whatever that... Yeah, it's in the pyramid building? Yes, yeah. yes. And so he walks in, and I've just got these big eyes, and he's like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, well, I guess I need back surgery. And he's like, <laughs> what do you mean? Guess who like, just got reinstated? <laughs> <laughs> well, almost. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, oh, you heard me? And I said, yes, dude, that's awful. <laughs> and so he turns on the thing, and he shows me where the back thing is. like, that's why you sometimes, like, get this this keeps slipping mm. and he's like but you can't have back surgery yet because you're too young and so now i've how gone old were you at the time a, a probably about it was 29 and so now it's been 11 years you, you have to be you have to be older than 20 you're, i mean because you you're you're a full-grown man well, at that point maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so have you seen me um it, no he says you don't want to do it then because if there's something wrong there could be more because it's already degenerative yeah that can make it worse yeah. by doing it so you want to do it when you're older that way, I don't know. Because at that point, they're probably talking like fusions and it, stuff like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. if, huh. if you do, I mean, that is the thing, because you're, you're active when you're young. And unless typically, I mean, all the clinical data, I don't want to get technical. I mean, let's do it. No, let's get do technical. It. Get technical. I'm just saying it, the clinical data doesn't isn't very favorable for people to have back surgery that are that young. If, unless you have some sort of like a, you know, you have foot drop, you have some sort of numbness in an area, you, you yeah. may potentially lose some function. Then, like you have no choice, you need to have surgery. But if it's just to chase a pain symptom, yeah, there are more minimally invasive ways to treat it. Because if you go in there and do a, most likely, if you have a fusion or something like that, it's going to cause what they call adjacent level fracture or adjacent level disease, where it's going to you're going to stabilize this area, but it's going to cause more uh, stress on the ones above it. And it's it's kind it's a catch twenty two. You're going to end up having multiple levels done. So they try not to intervene that early unless it's like. A neurological deficit that you got to fix. Yeah. What would the because like, success rate isn't great. So yeah. so in Carrie's case, like what what would the age be that they would consider doing he's, something about he, it? He told me when I in my forties if I wasn't active, but he kept asking me, and I was, he's like, "What do you do?" I was like, "I play basketball. I play at yeah. the time church softball. Yeah, you do. I play golf." Well, ideally, um, you'd want to be active as long as possible. So I, ideally, I guess I'm done. But there's been several times in the past few years, like I've come play basketball at the church shot a shot and my back has just gone out and I had to crawl out to the out to my truck and yeah. drive home. So they say it was like a disc herniation. Yeah. Yeah. And it and it's and he had shown like what it's gonna look like and you could actually see it pull through that tear. Yeah. yeah. And that's when it's it at its worst. Well, good news, Carrie. Good news for you tonight. Because surprise, the reason we really had Luke here tonight is because <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to implant this, this thing this tonight. Is a, this is an intervention. <laughs> Go ahead and whip that shirt off, buddy. We're going, <laughs> going all Finally. in. Finally. And he's Indian, so he doesn't have back hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're already ready to go. Yeah, we're good. 
Oh. Now I'm Indian and I have a ton of back hair. What's that about? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a different. Yeah. I guess I'm a t- I'm a tiny bit jo- uncivilized. What? You you probably wouldn't be able to tell, but Josh has no hair no. under that shirt. None. <laughs> yeah, that's a true story, and it's not shaved. Seriously? Like yeah. I have no chest hair, no back hair, yeah. no hair. I have armpit hair, but and it, arm isn't that hair. Crazy? I have that's leg crazy. hair. I mean, like I kind of have leg hair. Yeah. I've, I've never been super hairy, but you know how like your your dad or your grandpa talk they, the, the jokes of like as you get older you start growing hair in places yeah. you don't want it. Like yeah. my hair is falling out of my head and growing on my back. I've never had back hair, <laughs> but on my shoulders, I'm like, dude, it fell out and stuck. <laughs> Just laid there. <laughs> what you is what? this life that I'm in? Here? You I'll didn't go, rinse it in the shower long enough. I know. I'll go ahead and get this start. I'll take my shirt off first, guys. <laughs> <No>. if you, <laughs> guys yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's do I, it. I have this crazy chest hair now, and now I have some back hair, but it's like this is pretty full, and then it gets faded as over here, as if somebody has an eraser <laughs> and they just started right here and they haven't got to this side of my chest yet. I've oh. told you guys about my reverse silverback going on on my chest here, right? Like <laughs> no, I have all the gray chest hair I have, like no. right down the middle. Oh man, it's it's crazy. Are you it's, putting that powder in that you're putting <laughs> on your hair? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know? I can't do that. <laughs> hey man, don't hate on that. I use it no, too. No, it's, but he told us he said on the last show. Hey, it's what he's yeah. doing. for life, bro. <laughs> yes. Yeah, hey, they had a picture of me and Luke on uh, was it the website or yes. something? And unfortunately for me, I had my back turned and he did not. And it's just my bald spot is just glowing. And Luke comes up, he's like. Man, I'm glad they got your bald spot instead of mine. Because I'm always aware of where people are at with the camera. Yeah. I'm about to go Jewish with that yarmulke. Just oh, yeah. Dude, it. It would per- it's a perfect spot for my problem. Yeah. That's, no. that's uh, the but, thing is, I mean, I still have hair, but I'm still 5'7". So no, <laughs> I what you do at the end no, of it. Nobody can have it all, man. I know, right? Nobody can have it no. all. I'll tell you right now, like on a, on a weekly basis, my wife pulls... Uh, one inch hairs off of my ear like the top oh of my no hair. me too yeah. oh yeah and she's like oh no come inside come is in it, here i wonder if it's the same hair and it's growing that fast it could be <laughs> but it's i mean like she'll just bink look at that they'll and be then bink look at this one there'll be nose hairs that i am legitimately surprised that i hadn't noticed <laughs> yes. before like yeah. i'm like this is so long how yeah. have i not seen this that's what this mustache man it'll tell me every nose hair i've got oh i know yeah. i'm just putting there i pulled oh, I bet it be- before awful. we started the show i pulled a few out uh, it, 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 it freaked me out man makes your eyes water yeah. Oh, yeah. So I have two holes in my ears that are. I mean, everybody has holes in their ears, Me but too. above my above my ear, there's like these little holes. Really? Yes. Let they, me see. Did you have two? Like in the cart? Cartilage? No, I, that's what I asked, and they. I, I even asked my mom. They said, okay, so it's like a degenerative thing. Like when you're being born, they just don't form correctly. Oh. So there's just two little holes. They'll get if I don't keep on it. I've had a hair like that long coming out of this <laughs> hole because Robbie's like, what in the world? And she just pulled it out, and I'm like. How do you not notice yeah. something you can braid? Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, the first ear hair I ever noticed on myself, we were at a wedding in Washington, D.C. It was actually in Virginia at a wine vineyard outside. We went up Brag. there. It was my best friend's wedding from high school. <laughs> and so we flew up there. They told you not to tan because they don't do that out <laughs> there. Exact, I remember. Yes, I remember. Absolutely. You, I mean, East Coasters do not. He remembers that. Tan. <laughs> yeah. But he my does bur- not remember your, your day of birth is insignificant, yeah. though. <laughs> Okay, so I, we're out there. We're out at this vineyard outside, beautiful wedding, and I'm um, next to the best man, and I'm sitting there waiting on the bride to come down, and I can just feel it in the wind, just, just <laughs> and I was like, man, and of course, I'm in front of everybody. We're down. The only thing is it's us and then the vineyard backdrop, so it's not like I can just pluck up your hair in front of everybody because everybody's looking down. And we get out of there, and one of my other friends, Carlos, he was like, dude, 
you have an ear hair <laughs> that I stared at this entire wedding. And I was like, I could feel it. I could feel it just going in the wind. I was like, man, you got to get it. You got to get yeah. it. Why, he was like, why wouldn't you just just go ahead and grab it? Why, why didn't he? You know what? When I, I would expect that out of yeah. you guys now. You see an ear hair, just grab it. Yeah, yeah. see, that's right. the thing. It's like it's it, a green light. <laughs> when I find those hairs, like I, get, I immediately get mad at my wife because she <laughs> yeah. should see that. Yeah. yeah. And she doesn't. So. I don't know. Before we went to Gulf Shores, I told my wife, I was like, you've got to shave my back. I, I can't I can't have this back hair. And she was like, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. Well, needless to say, my back is still how it is, and I did not get yeah. it shaved. She just well, doesn't want to help. Use Nair, man. Yeah. No, no, I, I the, go. The Nair stick is my, is my go-to. That's, a, that's, a, pretty good, that's a pretty good idea. See, I for the summer. I learned this uh, trick from Ryan Summers, though. Um, for when I when I get my uh, back shaved, it's uh, every time we change our uh, air filters in the house. <laughs> I, I get, that's like a that's like a reminder to to go get the. Oh, that's right. Because he'll like he sits on the back porch, and she shaves his back and chest. <laughs> that's a good place to do and, that. And, yeah. place to do it. He, he has to. I mean, that he dude. That is he's a bear. I don't know if we want to be airing. Hey, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan will talk about he's it. an open book. No, yeah, he'll t- he's t- he tells me, he's told yeah. kids out here in the, <laughs> the youth that it's basically all gone off his head. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's a he's a beast. Yep, yep, yep. And I have none. Yeah, like that's, just, so, just, that's actually amazing, man. It, it, no, it, I, I've it, got it, a little around my belly button, but it, we don't need to go. You no, need, I don't want to show you or anything. But <laughs> you know what they call that? Yo, yeah. <laughs> they call it a treasure trail. Yeah. That's what they call that. Why do they call it that? I don't, I'm not going to explain. <laughs> Use your imaginations. Okay. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, like. Let I'm, me urban dictionary that. I'm going to. Wait a minute. I'm a let's fast get, swimmer. Let's get back to our guests let's here, everybody. So, All right, let's, let's talk more about your company because I, I, you told me a little bit about it before. It, it was a startup when you got in it, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, so I worked for another big, like a big Fortune 50 company that um, where I started my career in this space of spinal cord stimulation, chronic pain division. And when I was there, uh, I wasn't looking for a job. I was really happy there. I was doing well and kind of growing within the company and building a reputation like you tried to do. And then a, a, star, a startup came up um, out of nowhere. I got a call from somebody that, you know, professionally I had a lot of respect for. And had anybody else called, I probably wouldn't have even looked at it because it was super risky. It didn't even have FDA approval, approval yet, so to go from a really sh- secure job at the time to like a big risk wasn't on the radar whatsoever. But I got a call from somebody and said, "Hey, man, this here's the clinical data they've published. It's an Australian company. Um, if the, and, I, and I looked at it and having a you know somewhat of a clinical background, I read it and I was like, dude, I've never seen clinical data in this space like this. If this is real, I'm going to lose business. So I pursued it and ended up just being very fortunate to get in on the ground level and it and for so many of those types of startups that do fail, this one was the real thing and really did well. How many so, how many people were in the company <clears throat> when they started, when you got in it? Well, whenever I started, so it had been in Europe and Australia for five or six years because that's typically how it works. They get approval um, from the FDA equivalent over there way before they ever do here. So there was already a European and an and a Australian sales force, but here there was nobody um, other than you know clinical researchers and executive leadership and stuff. So I think I was the second training class of, of salespeople. So that's probably like the first 15 yeah. wow. people in the company for for uh, for the U.S. sales force was here. Before FDA approval, went to Australia to do my training because there's nothing to see here. We couldn't do anything. Yeah. And then whenever we went commercial, you know, it was a part of the launch and, uh, you know, kind of have grown within the company since then. So, yeah, it's been... Yeah. How many people really, in the company in the U.S. now? 
there's probably 500 people sales wise. Yeah. And then there's way more than that um, yeah, with crazy. everything else. But yeah, I was really Top early 15. On. Yeah. So that was uh, pretty cool. So yeah. yeah I, I, mean, I, I kind of have a similar story. Um, I started a business the other day or what? Two months ago? Two months ago. Two months yeah. ago. Did you? Yeah. Ground floor the whole thing. Dude, you I'm, actually have an opportunity to get in if you're interested. It's <laughs> another reason you're here. We can get some. <laughs> hey, we, we did like a little pre-IPO uh, opportunity here. Yeah, okay. No, after 15 years of doing what I'm doing, I finally started my own company. Nice. And uh, we call it A Squared, which is for Aubrey and Anna Lee, my two daughters. So that, I mean, it has nothing to do with that's like, awesome. Like man. the industry that I'm in is just A Squared. So, You're the so, so what do you think? Are you getting your wallet out yet? Or? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm, 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 I'm waiting for the pitch. I mean, <laughs> the pitch how, is, how's so that, that for data? We've got the name. That we've was had, the we've pitch. We've had one check deposited in the account. I actually had to call my accountant because I was like, hey, dude, um, how do I pay myself? And he was like, well, just, just write yourself a check. <laughs> I was like, well, don't we got to do the, the taxes and all that? And he's like, oh, I'll take care of that. Just write yourself a check. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, here's my here's my account number, and uh, I can't believe you're a Saudi prince. <laughs> so he'll take care of it, though. That's awesome, though. But, yeah, we have one person in the company, and it's me. So That's, that's all you need <laughs> that's sometimes. It, that's it. Yep. Ground floor. So well, I, I'd anyway. love to invest. <laughs> Do it. Send a check. <laughs> Get me back in the game, man. <laughs> so, so Luke, what we like to do uh, when we have when we have guys on is um, to talk about their kids, or, or maybe talk about your wife, and if you have any funny stories um, from from your marriage or from uh, uh, from being a dad, anything uh, that sticks out that maybe you uh, want to share with us. Yeah, so I'm going to tell I'll, I'll tell you a story um, about Andrea that. Uh, will probably be embarrassing for her, but it's super worth it because it's like the funniest thing that's ever happened. Um, so, and she, I've told this story to a ton of people. She, she, she won't be too uh, surprised it's by a, it. She's about to, uh, a, ton, <laughs> a ton more people are about to hear it. Like, oh. There's like at least a million followers to this at this yeah. point, right? There's like at least six <laughs> million. <laughs> you know, there are, there are people that might want to advertise on the show. You always say million after. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. We actually, we have a lot more listeners than we, yeah, we put on. We're but. modest. So when we, um, so but when we first go, we had been married a couple of years and uh, my parents left town and we had, we, you know, our first house was, you know, didn't have like a, you know, nice big bathtub or anything like that. It was just a normal tub shower type thing. And so my parents were out of town. They've got like a really cool circle tub, right? So it was, it was date night. We were like, okay. Hey, let's swing over to mom and dad's house. They're gone. They're traveling like, like per the usual. And we're going to go, you know. Just take a little dip. And <laughs> <laughs> mom and dad do. It's what you do. No. Hey, so hey the, hang on. Do I need to play some music for you? Every good yeah, story man. starts like this. <laughs> Let's see what I got. Oh, that's not music. That's Oh, that that's, was... That's I was going to play that when you first came on. Hey, look oh. perky, everybody. Hey. hey. Well, going back. All right. There we go. Set the mood. Go ahead, go ahead, so, Luke. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we so we go over there and and uh, went on a date. Came back. Dr- we're we're drawing a bath at this point. <laughs> and so, this bathtub is like up on this. It's like up on this. Uh, you have to step up on it, and it's a big circle. And so you know, I'm tall. I got long legs. It's no problem for me to get in. But she's like five four. 
So, dude, I kid you not, we're sitting there, the mood's right, candles are lit at mom and dad's house. <laughs> In the master bedroom. In the master bedroom. But I cleared my mind, right? Like, I'm able to separate. <laughs> I'm not looking at my mom's nightie over behind me in the full-length mirror. Like, you know. You're, you're in an all, all-inclusive resort somewhere. You're yeah. somewhere special. <laughs> and so and so we, we we get the bath. You know, it's it's all, you know, filled up. It's good. So I'm about to get in, and, like, we didn't have a towel. So I was like, I'm going to grab a couple of towels. At this point, we're, okay, we're, it's, we're all, we're, we're in, our, in our birthday suit. She goes to get in. Dude, she couldn't get up in there without touching down on the on the edge of the tub so that's a problem right like she, she's uncomfortable I'm at my parents house so she kind of puts the, the arm like the hands down to balance so there's a there's a period of time where both legs are off the ground and she goes to put her right foot down so as not to touch down and all of a sudden i hear a it's her foot that slips on the bottom of the tub and dude she disappears under the water she disappears under the water. The water like splashes over the side. She comes up gasping for air, and dude, her face was like she'd just seen a ghost. And dude, I hit. I took a knee. I'm just like I can't. I can't breathe. I'm laughing so hard. It was ruined, man. Makeup, hair. I mean, she was she was underwater, and all I hear is that noise of the, the foot slip. <laughs> Disappears, spills water everywhere. Dude, we packed it up and went home, man. You, you don't come back from that. <laughs> then I felt like I was back in mom's house. I was like, this place is weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's get Let's out of go. here. They, they might be coming home anyway. Let's hey, go. Hit that light when you're out, when you're, when you're walking out. I'll meet you in the car. <laughs> Throw a towel down and clean up some of that water. <laughs> get, it, get it together. I'll meet you in the car. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget it, man. It was oh, the best great. ever. Oh my gosh! Oh, great story. Oh, no, he tells some good stories about Andrea and small group. So, yeah. so speaking of uh, of the of the the uh, mice thing, so my father in law is super. Uh, he's super jumpy about everything. So I've been in that family for so long. We dated for like five years. They've they've known me since I was uh, basically a kid. And so when we were married, we first got married too. We were at their house and they had this above ground pool. And so there was a mouse, or I think it was actually a rat, and it was stuck in the ice, like it froze in the top of the of the water. So I'm I'm back there in the backyard and I see this mouse or this rat, and I'm like, hey, that's kind of cool. And so I'm like, I walked out there on it, it's frozen, <laughs> and I kind of like I'm hitting it, with my, hitting it with my foot and busted the ice open, dude. Like a week later, we come home and the whole pool's empty. I tore the liner. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the family. <laughs> and my father-in-law was like, you know, Scott. I mean, he's yeah, like, yeah. The, he's like the greatest, and he's like a. I mean, I'd call him to hang out as a friend. I mean, I was yeah. super fortunate to have him as a father-in-law. But I'd done a lot of stuff like that <laughs> since I've been around. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm out there clueless, <laughs> kicking this ice, throwing rocks dude, at it. I don't even know how many thousands it cost that guy that night. Tore the whole liner. Oh, hitting it with a pitchfork. <laughs> yeah. But he's gotten me back. I'll say this. He's gotten me back many times. The best time he's ever gotten me was he told me, I think I might have told you this story. He told me one time I'm talking about uh, a cowboy that wears chaps. And uh, and I said chaps, and he goes, what would you call it? And I said chaps. He was like, Luke, he's he's like a cowboy, right? Like he yeah. grew up on a farm in a different life. He'd like be on a dude ranch and like was he'd like be a legit cowboy. So I trust this man. <laughs> <laughs> Remember I said that. <laughs> He says, what'd you say? I said, chaps. 
and I'm starting to get a little insecure at this point. I'm not a cowboy. Yeah. Don't know anything not about it. I've watched I've watched Yellowstone. <laughs> and so Yellowstone. Kevin a, Kevin Costner. Oh, okay. It's okay. a great yeah, you should start that one. So I thought, I, I thought you were trying to say tombstone and I was gonna be like, You're way off, man. You are, you are no cowboy. Samsonite. Yeah. <laughs> it's way off. So he says he said, Look, it's it's Shaps. And I was like, Are you serious? Shaps? I was like, I've said it wrong my entire life. So, dude, I, I, it didn't stop there. I trusted him so much. Like I told you, it was like two weeks later, I'm at a gas station driving to Tulsa, and there was a guy who said the word chaps. He's a grown man with like a skull ring in his back pocket. <laughs> and Wall, I, I, wallet I, checkbook hanging out of his back pocket. I approached him and I said, did you say, did you say chaps? I was oh, like, no. I was like, I used to say that too. It's actually chaps. <laughs> oh I corrected a grown man, and he goes, who told you that? And I said, my father-in-law, he goes, he got you. And it, and it hit me. And I called my father-in-law. I was like, you, you did it. it you did me dirty. And not only did I trust you, I went and confronted a grown man you, and corrected him about shaps. You ins- Look, you, I can't you, let you go anymore, sir. Yeah, you, you've got to know. You inserted yourself into this man's life. I went out of my him. way to, oh, to correct goodness. a grown man. Hey, man, I used to be like you. <laughs> Yeah. Let, me, let me do you a solid. Let me tell you where I'm at now. He's probably some biker. Garth Brooks has said chaps in the song Rodeo yeah. in like 1991. If you listen hard enough, though, it could sound like chaps. I guess chaps. so. I guess yeah. so. I, I, I would love if Luke was like listening down the way home. And it's like, <laughs> Garth. Garth. What an idiot. Yeah, my father, I called my father and he's like, you are truly an idiot. Uh, <laughs> oh. I used to be like you. I used to be like you, man. I used to. Hey, let me let me learn you something. It's Herbie. (laughs) Oh, Oh, classic. Oh, that's good, Luke. This has been fun. Anything else we want to do before we wrap this up? We've got a pretty solid uh, episode here. That was good. Um, do you have to? You got to be home at a certain time. What's your curfew, Luke? Man, I don't have one. You don't have one. I mean, (laughs) unless I unless there's something I don't know. Uh, I, I, I mean, we, unless Andrea's drawing a bath. <laughs> yeah. My parents been out of town. Hey, for two your weeks. parents are out of town. I got. We're gonna we're gonna get this thing this time. Yeah. Hey, she she can touch down in my house. <laughs> you just don't touch down in Mama's house. Josh was. I wish y'all could have seen Josh when Luke was telling that story. Because Josh was, Josh was. Oh, that was funny. Happy Josh is a there. good Josh. Yeah. No, I love being happy. Oh man, <clears throat> you know what I always look forward to every time we have a new guest on is I look forward to um, hearing because because inevitably people that you know that haven't listened to this before are going to listen to this, and so we're going to start hearing some things from oh, people yeah. that haven't listened before, and and man, I I envy those people who are going to get to hear this because this has <laughs> been it's been a great episode so far. Tell tell them about the Hollaback Girl. Thing. Oh they yeah, were, that we can end with that one. Oh okay. yeah, Andrea. Um, you know it's like everything. Everybody has like that song that you sang it a certain way forever when you found out it was wrong all along. Oh, yeah. Like everybody yeah. did that. Yep. Well, so Andrea, we're in the car at one point. Um, and she, uh, Gwen Stefani comes on. Ain't ain't no hollaback girl. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, she's singing it just belting it. And we get to that part, and she goes, "I ain't no ball of fat girl. I ain't no ball." <laughs> Ball of fat? <laughs> I ain't no ball of fat, girl. And it was like her anthem. She was into it. And I and I like pushed the button. I was like, say what? <laughs> say that back again? If I had some shaps on, I'd beat you with them. <laughs> and so she was like, ain't no ball of fat, girl. I was like, it's not that at all. 
<laughs> and so man, we got to laughing so hard about that. Uh, uh, she like, was singing it with conviction. She knew it was right. <laughs> like, the name of the song is probably I Ain't No Holla Back Girl. Yeah. It's literally Holla Back Girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she didn't know that. <laughs> That's so funny. Mm. Oh, Hey, uh, I'll, Sorry t- on you. I'll, t- I'll tell you one more thing real fast. So with my with my father-in-law, this is part of the why I deserved some of that kind of stuff. So I used to do this stuff all the time, but I've messed up. I've messed up stuff. Like I wrecked his Vespa scooter and tried to hide it. <laughs> um, like any grown man would. It was a yellow Vespa and I scraped it off the side of the driveway. Like the front tire hit the crack and it made the whole thing go fishtail <laughs> and I scraped the whole bottom. So I got this steel brush. And I like resurfaced the driveway <laughs> to get the yellow out. <laughs> I got the yellow out, but there was like a bright white resurfaced part of the driveway <laughs> that was a dead giveaway. So anyway, we're, we're in Branson and we're like two weeks before we're going to get married. And we go to Branson as a family and we walk by this like five and dime store in the old part of Branson. And there's like a huge Indian, Indian headdress. And I was like, hey, Scott, what's the guy? <laughs> I was feeling like I was safe at this point, right? I'm two weeks away. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, hey, Scott, <laughs> I'm going to buy that Indian headdress and come out on my honeymoon, honeymoon night just wearing that and be like, you ready for the peace pipe? Because <laughs> that's what it, every, every father wants to hear about his daughter. Oh, every, but I mean, yeah. I, I felt like we were close. You know, like I've been in this family forever. Dude, it changed right then when I said that. <laughs> I forgot I wasn't talking to like Ryan or Nick or a buddy. And dude, his face, he turned like three shades of red and just walked off. And I was like standing there laughing by myself. I was like, it's still a good idea, but I'll buy it when you're not here. <laughs> then you're walking up there with it and like, look, man, I've, I already said I'm going to do it. So I did it. So yeah, got, he got a lot of enjoyment out of that like Sheps a, thing. It's like meet the Falkers, you know, he's, he's that son-in-law that shows up. Just the, like, the, the circle of trust and I'm over here. <laughs> I can tell you on my honeymoon night when Robbie was getting ready and I walk upstairs, my father-in-law is standing there and he gets up out of the chair and he looks at me and we have this awkward exchange where he's kind of like smiling like he knows what's going to happen. And he's kind of, what's your intentions with my daughter? Yeah, he just kind of pats me on my back and walks down the stairs. And I was like, I don't, I'm going to sleep. I can't even, I can't even perform at this point. No. Oh, oh man, good stories. Well, so um, I guess Luke, you you and Carrie go ahead and exchange information so we can get him set up with a <laughs> little implant. Yeah. There you go. Um, <clears throat> anything you want to plug? Not really. Oh uh, well, I, hey, I am uh, I am building a car wash. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, in Newcastle. I was about to say you're 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 behind the curve if you're coming here and uh. Yeah, no Mustang. kidding. There's like there's like eight. <laughs> yeah, no. Really? In Newcastle. In Newcastle. Right we are, by the, we're right down the road from Newcastle in Tuttle. That's true. So so it's on, uh, yeah, it's right there next to Newcastle Casino. So on your normal nightly run, <laughs> it's, it's you an unlimited pass. And just come on over, man. He's, he's talking to Keith. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, don't, if nobody, don't you lay that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. We're, about, you, we're about to start vlogging this thing so people will finally know. Why do you guys think that I want to record so late every every time we record? My they, wife doesn't know how long we I record this. I can't believe this. we recorded until four in the morning again. I, I will tell you the last one, Robbie got on and like got me because... It's like a 15, 20-minute drive from here, yeah. and we're fighting a mouse for 20 minutes, <laughs> and it tur- It was 11.59 when I turned yep. down my road, and there's a text, where are you? It's almost midnight, and I've just turned, I'm like, it's not midnight yet, <laughs> which is the dumbest thing I could have <laughs> yeah. possibly text. You told her. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> we're a minute away. 
And so I eleven fifty nine, fifty nine, fifty eight, fifty seven. I beat it. So, so then she, the next morning she's like, "What? You went up there at like nine thirty? And I said, "I know." And when you figured out, like the episode is an hour and forty five minutes long. We fought a mouse for like thirty minutes. We <laughs> sat and talked for sixty minutes before, before we even started we the show. Hit the record button. So she just doesn't kind of understand it. But then. When Keith gets home at 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I had to get back in the game. He's like, man, I just had to, I got to do a lot of editing on this if I want to get it down to an hour and a half. Well, you know, you just, you got to do what you got to do, fellas. You got to do what you got to do. Oh, that's funny. That's good stuff. All right. Well, we want to thank Luke. Me. Yeah. Luke, yeah, thank you for being it. here, man. Will you do it again sometime? Absolutely. It's all fun. right. This was really fun. fun. This was fun. Tell all your friends to listen and like us on Facebook. We'll do a whole blog when um, I'm having the surgery. There you go. Yeah. We'll have the podcast in we can, there. Can we can we do, do a live stream from uh, from the OR. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. It's like, I feel everything that's going on. Shut up, kid. No, you don't. Because you, we're, we're you actually go in and like show them how to implant the device, right? I did for a, all, for a lot of years. Now yeah. that I'm in this this role, I, I'm not in the OR as much. Man, just he'd cause... show up in his scrubs. and. I mean, you do that for me, though. Oh, yeah. If he's, yeah. Yeah, you get the VIP. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I come, Very I, important perky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I put P. All right, close us out, Keith. All right, well, this is Keith Heron, Gary Shuck, and Josh Jackson. And you just listened to the, the Big Boy Pants Podcast. Bye. Bye.